Welcome to the Quest for Omega podcast. I am your host, Robert Nava, and today is a milestone as is the first Mental Health Monday. Today is a day where we are going to look at taking care of ourselves and improving ourselves when it comes to our mental well-being. I am going to work towards a couple different things. I would absolutely like to investigate some of the mysteries of the mind, meditation, things that are at least advertised towards self-improvement and making yourself better and making yourself the best person you can be. This is the first Mental Health Monday that I have recorded and hopefully it will be the first in a long series. I've spent the last couple weeks really pushing to improve myself and to find a path to follow. Not all who wander or lost is a very famous J.R.R. Tolkien quote. However, you will never get to your destination unless you have a goal or a plan or some method or action. You can never reach your target if you don't know where to aim. I have definitely been a free spirit my whole life. I have definitely taken the road less traveled multiple times. And the advantage to that is I have several tools in my toolbox and I have a fair amount of knowledge on a lot of different categories. The disadvantage to that is that I may have taken longer to get to the same end goal as someone else who was laser focused. I regret nothing. However, there may be a better methodology going forward. On these Monday podcasts, I'd really like to focus on my well-being and focus on learning to guide myself forward and not continuing to make these same mistakes. As we talked about in the most recent Fitness Friday, mentally, I don't know if the proper word is overwhelmed, but potentially, I was overwhelmed by positive thoughts, positive reinforcement from friends and coworkers, people that I let listen to the podcast or asked for uh, feedback from the podcast. It was predominantly very kind. And again, that potential for the imposter syndrome possibly is the right classification. It, it got me. So we have to overcome that. We have to learn to overcome anytime we're weak. You wake up and you know you have a one hour session on the treadmill. Why are we not on it already? Why aren't we there? You wake up, get your shoes on, whatever it is you're gonna need to do that treadmill walk and do hit the goal you set yourself. Do the thing you've intended to do that day. Wake up with intention and carry that intention all day. I know that a lot of studies have a, and that there's if you continue to force yourself to operate via willpower, you will run out of willpower. That's why a lot of people binge eat in the evening or um, have a great day of health, whether that be working out or doing your cardio or meal planning and, and sticking to the meal plan or being hyperproductive at work. You manage all of those things and get all of your goals crushed for the day. And then you start to wind down at 7.30, 8 o'clock and all of a sudden your brain or your stomach or your inner child, whatever it is you're listening to, jumps out and says, I need a bowl of ice cream. Not a scoop of ice cream, not a taste of ice cream. I need a bowl of ice cream. And I won't say that you've destroyed your whole day, but you've definitely created a problem. You've changed the potential outcome of your day from wholly positive to at least neutral, but most likely a negative. So if willpower is finite, humans are fallible, and it's easier to travel the road most traveled, how do we have 
humans out there, um, like say a David Goggins or a Joe Rogan or a Jocko Wilnick or a Helen Keller or any person that overcame an adversity continuously through our life or through their life. I have an acquaintance from the golf course. Um, he is a veteran. He's an amputee. Um, he's got several wounds all over his body that he's recovering from and wakes up every day in pain. And as he ages, the pain becomes more and more severe. However, he's an exceptional human. He looks at it as an opportunity to crush, just to destroy the day. Instead of waking up with a woe is me, I can't believe it attitude. That is mental discipline or mental fortitude, mental strength that is perceived as unachievable by some. I completely disagree. I believe all habits, all strengths are learned. You can strengthen your chest by lifting heavy weights. You can strengthen your heart by lifting heavy burdens. And you can strengthen your mind by overcoming. I look at a lot of these things as the same as a paper cut. And I've used this analogy with employees at work and a couple different friends. But the idea is a, a paper cut decision or a paper cut attribute. It's very simple. Uh, when we're very young, when we're little, you get a paper cut and you think it's the worst possible pain to have ever existed. And then gradually through life, the world throws more pain at you. Twisted ankles, getting battered or bruised, heaven forbid, broken bones, pain of the heart when your heart is broken. These are all things that eventually become worse pain than your paper cut. Same idea with doing a bench press. You start at bench pressing just the bar and then you throw 10s on and then you throw 25s on and you start from 45 pounds and eventually, hopefully you work your, your way up to 225, 250. And that's how someone like a David Goggins can become the insane human that he is, the absolute thoroughbred of mental discipline. He calls it a cookie jar. It's these big, these things that happened in his life that were bad and he survived them. And then he had something that was worse and he survived it. And then he had something that was worse than that and he survived it. So he uses that motivation to carry him forward. He knows that he destroyed the thing in his past and that he is going to destroy the thing in his future. So with that being said, waking up in the morning, knowing you have that one hour session on the treadmill and failing to get to it, it is perfectly okay to beat yourself up a little bit about that. But if you continue to beat yourself up over periods of time, or if you continue to sell yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, that is when dreams die. That's when goals do not get accomplished. That's when the mission is a failure. And for a lot of 2021, I was not working optimally. And what's even more unfortunate about that is probably early summer, probably early summer when I was a couple months removed from doing podcasts and, and working towards trying to build a brand, a YouTube channel possibly, or a lot of ideas out there, of course. I stopped thinking about it. I stopped caring about it. Out of sight, out of mind. And the only time I thought about it is when I went to my barber and Terrence looks at me and says, hey, what's going on with that podcast? And I felt convicted. And when you feel convicted, you have the option to run and hide, the option to get angry and say, no, you're a knucklehead, or the option to own it and grow from it. And Terrence is a great guy. And I'm not about to tell Terrence he's a knucklehead for caring about me. I'm not gonna run and hide, I'm not built that way. 
So that leaves the idea of owning it and deciding to tell Terrence, hey, the podcast isn't a thing. It's not going to be a thing. Or to say, you know what? You're right. I'm going to get off my butt and I'm going to do it. I'm going to get off my butt and I'm going to move. And for a period of time there, I was hollow and said, yeah, Terrence, I'll get to it. When I got time, I really appreciate that you liked it. I'll get to it. Good friend I met through work, Amanda, same thing. Hey, what's going on with that podcast? And it's even more convicting coming from Amanda because Amanda is a superstar badass with business that's growing leaps and bounds and a phenomenal athlete and a beautiful woman with a million things on her plate. And she's juggling all this stuff and and then still taking the time to check in with me and go, hey, how's it going? What's going on? When are we going to hear that podcast? And to do it in such a, for both of them to do it in such a positive, reassuring, caring way. You've got plenty of people that will, will turn around and say, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think you were going to do it. Yeah, I knew you couldn't do it. No matter what the scenario, those humans can get forgotten. Just let them go. They don't need to be in your orbit. But people like Amanda and Terrence, that you need to build on those, those relationships and build on those people. So here I am third podcast in a row so not not huge but like a recovering addict one day at a time one accomplishment at a time like a marathon runner one foot in front of the other so that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to put one foot in front of the other get one podcast done edit it get it posted get the next one done edit get it posted hopefully for my sake i will be able to create a pattern that is strong and reliable all the guys on youtube and all the podcasters that uh or doing Skillshare, or these other things, these other teaching platforms, they all say consistency wins. So that's a very long intro to let you know that hopefully I'm back and we can do this together. And I'm gonna work towards a handful of different goals. With my Fitness Friday, I created a weight loss goal and a plan to achieve that goal, a methodology. I'm going to plan the work and work the plan for fitness friday and lose that weight so i have to accomplish the same thing or i have to create the same thing for my mondays my mental health mondays i may have to work on that title it may change because it's not specifically and solely about mental health as an example reading a book picking up a book say a classic maybe the the meta goal the big overarching goal to read the top 50 books all time in the year of 2022 so that's a little bit over four books a month so obviously that's a book a week a book a week 56 weeks 56 books you have a little you have six weeks of leeway in there and considering at one time i could read 500 pages in a couple days without really trying that should be manageable again we have to break up the plan into manageable bites How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. How do you read 50 books? One book at a time. One chapter at a time. One word at a time. So I'll have to sit down and figure out, firstly, if that's the the goal for 2022. Uh, We'll definitely announce that goal here. Learn a language. That's also mental health or mental strength. 30 minutes of meditation for the month of January. Mental health. So... These are the things that I have to accomplish, I have to work on. But again, it's one bite at a time, it's baby steps. So we have the three categories. We have mental health, fitness, and wellness. So we'll work on putting all that together into a cohesive plan. All the parts operate like cogs of the machine. They all work together to hopefully speed me towards an overall better me. I've got a handful of people in my life right now that are 
really helping motivate me and they're very, very awesome. And it's been an amazing journey learning and operating with them. Part of my journey for 2022 will be going back to school. Uh, I'm looking at enrolling into an online college. Already started the process, so if anybody's ever seen the commercials for Southern New Hampshire University, that's where I'll be attending, working towards a business degree in leadership, hopefully. Looks like, looks like I've got a year or two of that on my belt, depending on how many courses I take and how quickly I take them. That will be the most meta goal in the um, Mental Health Monday conversation. Bachelor's degree at the top, and then things like read a book a month, learn a new language, learn to meditate, Wim Hof, all of these examples I've kind of been throwing out there at us. That's what I'm gonna, that's gonna be the big picture of it. I am 46 and I've talked to plenty of career planners that don't think a degree would be important for me at this stage in my life as far as career. Having such a vast resume with so many different tools in my tool chest, a degree isn't necessarily that important according to a handful of people. So I'm doing this wholly and completely for myself. Well, that's somewhat of a lie. I'm doing this also to set an example for my child. Christian's already started to express interest in possibly getting his degree while he's in the Marine Corps. If he enjoys the military life, he's considering he's considering applying for, uh, well, in my day, we called him a Mustang. Um, it's a enlisted who then goes to school to school and, and gets a commission. So he would be, like I said, we called them Mustangers in my day. I'm not sure if that's still the common vernacular, but if he does that, obviously he'll have mainly the intention of being lifetime military or once a Marine, always a Marine. It's always lifetime, but retiring out of the Corps instead of doing, uh, I did eight years and my father did 15 years. So neither one of us are officially retired from the service. Now what's interesting about some of the things that we've talked about both last Friday and today is that concept of the cog in the machine. So if I wake up at four and I get on the treadmill for that one hour walk, theoretically I could have audiobook playing or Apple book or Kindle. Uh, so I get my reading done. I'm going to make the statement now and hold it, hold it as fact, at least for myself. I do not ingest or digest books as well when it's the audio version as I do when it's me reading. When I read, it does take more time than an audio book. And I do have subscription to Audible, which I love. I have a lot of books on my phone and I listen to them frequently. So this is not to insult or negate anything Audible or any other audiobook does. But my experience is that physically reading somehow gets processed and understood much more effectively and much more efficiently. So if I do decide to start with books, it will be physical copies and I will let you know if you'd like to engage in any kind of reviewing or breakdown of the books I've read, we can make that part of the process as well. In one of the previous podcasts, I talked about cognitive dissonance and not being or not knowing what you are, having your mental vision of yourself be separate or different than the facts or than the reality. So learning Spanish 
was one of the things that I had commented on had created a bit of cognitive dissonance in myself, identifying as Mexican and not speaking the language uh, does create some create some issues or confusion. So I will work towards creating an outro because more or less the intro is there. Um, so creating an outro, I will work towards uploading these on a very tight, consistent, regular schedule, and I will work towards establishing a smart goal for my Mondays. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Thank you very much. And I thank you ahead of time for reaching out, commenting, doing whatever you can to engage. I will start linking my social media and everything so that we can engage together. Thank you.